Hearts are back, baby. Welcome to the Broken Hearts podcast. Please join me in welcoming our Broken Hearts club band. I'm joined tonight by Cameron, Hammy, our ray of sunshine, and our very own Adobe acrobat, Padraig McDonald. <laughs> Boys, there's only one place to start this week. Uh, what a bloody result for the Rangers. <laughs> nah, obviously I'm joking. We'll, we'll get on to the, the, the big game of the weekend, which was the Friday night. Lights at Tyne Castle, um, 6-2 to the Hearts against Dundee, no spoilers. But uh, we'll start with the news. Um, I think the, the best place to start was maybe Harry Stone re-signing a contract, but the biggest thing for me for that is, is he the priority? Hammy, what do you think? Um, the priority, no, I don't think so. Um, I always seem to think goalkeepers are a bit ten a penny. Good goalkeepers, obviously, are harder to come by. But um, by all means, he's, he seems to be very highly rated. I think there's a few other players I would rather get tied down. One of the biggest ones that we've said a few times is uh, Andy Irvin. Um, and after that absolutely smashing performance on Friday night, I would sign Stephen Kingsley up on a 10-year deal right Aye. now. Um, but no, I think, like you say, it's... It's great. It's a great deal. He seems to be highly rated and, you know, if we can get a couple of years out of Gordon for him to then come in, um, it looks good. But like, like I said, there's a few other positions I would and players I would rather have signed up to start off with. Um, if, uh, I don't know what you guys think about that. If goalkeepers are 10 a penny, Hibs must have spent about a pound in the last 10 years. <laughs> <laughs> we we can't slag Hibs for goalies now. Aye, we we went on a very bad, and like I said, we we got many goalkeepers, but um, we've all been fucking shite. Yeah, <laughs> we've had to re-sign Craig Gordon because it's been that bad. There's Can loads I clarify? Of did did Stone go on loan for the day? <laughs> it was a day trip. <laughs> was it literally a day trip? <laughs> was it? Thank you. I think that was it. Yeah. Is there, oh, it was, was an emergency loan though, wasn't it? So, I think he yeah, just maybe. went for the day, just for that game. That's annoying. Like we love helping other clubs out, eh? It's not like they helped us out at all. Aye. I never realised that. Cheers for that, Cameron. Uh, another player who fucked off, but more permanently, uh, Ben Grucho. What the hell's happening there, Pad? Um, they've probably gone. You're not good enough. And we've got Stephen <laughs> Kingsley. Yeah, Although I pretty am. much it pretty much seemed to coincide with Stephen Kingsley signing. Right. I think Ben Grucho just kind of went. Well, I've got hope here. <laughs> um, I am wary with Kingsley's injury record, though. It is quite scary. It's all right. We've got Eddie White's back up. Oh, oh God. Oh, the world's angriest man. <laughs> um, I would like to dispute that. <laughs> <laughs> I do think it was a, it was a weird one because we highlighted him maybe last week or the week before saying we hadn't really heard anything. And uh, I think what it's saying to me that Hearts were actually trying to get rid of him because as soon as the transfer market shut, you can then release players and they can try and find the club as a free agent. So I think him not playing, him being released straight after the transfer window shut, I do think Hearts were probably looking to ship him off. Yeah. Uh, um, and the note, the note he put up doesn't sound like there was any animosity. It just it was obviously nah. a, a footballing decision. I liked him. I thought he was a good player. I thought. He was just unlucky. Uh, his big career moments, the sort of moments that build your confidence and your ability, he never really seemed to grasp. So so we'll see what happens, but good luck to the man. Is he signed for anybody? Does anybody know? I don't care anymore. He's gone. <laughs> <laughs> He's a distant memory now. We'll move on to some more relevant news. Um, and hopefully our resident man named Cameron can explain, <laughs> can explain the season ticket email that we all received explaining that we can maybe get our money back or we can leave it and save it for next season or we can buy drinks with it or we can watch Hearts this season but on the telly with it. Break it down. I mean, I've, I mean you've set me a challenge. Um, I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm not sure if you asked that much. You could explain her own email, to be honest. Um, I'd like to, I would like to question whether or not she actually writes the emails. You know, they're always signed off nicely, but not not convinced that's her. Nah, I barely write my emails. <laughs> you get Paddy to do them for you, PA. <laughs> no chance. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I think um, what it read to me as is the the club obviously needs the 
I think it was quoted something like 2.4 million that the season tickets brought into the club. Uh, they obviously need that cash to keep operating. Um, so they would like us to basically help out by taking the streaming option as a first option. If we don't want that, I believe we could trade in games for hospitality vouchers. Oh. And then I do think, although it's heavily discouraged, there is an option to roll your season ticket to the following season. Um, but it was left as a kind of after note at the end to kind of make it less obvious to you, I think. But yeah, the, the main thing is that every game, it's now clarified that every game that you watch on that streaming package will count as a game on your season ticket. And it's a season-long commitment. So if you watch one, that's you um, booked in for the rest of the year, yeah. Mm. Bit sneaky, but... Um, I, to be honest, there's ways around that, isn't there? Like, if I've paid 300 odd quid for a season ticket and people have paid more, I know no, I know Paddy knows a few websites, <laughs> but I would never encourage that. That is shocking behavior. And if you've already paid 300 pounds to the club, you should be paying 300 pounds next season as well for all the football you're going to get. Probably. I think, I think, Hammy, you made a, a decent comment on it when we were talking about this and it's more the fact that I do feel that the value of us watching a game on a stream is less than it is in the stadium obviously but it's also at less cost to the club and then for the club to then ask for donations again they've, they've already said they're going to ask for donations when you buy your season ticket next season it feels a bit cheeky to me oh aye yeah it does it's getting a bit you know if if the guys at the top are, you know, struggling to make ends meet through their own decisions, then to consistently go back to the fans asking them to prop the club up, I think they need to have a look at themselves. And I, I think we can all agree that there's one man that severely put us in the, the shit over the last, I don't know, two, three seasons. But um, we'll let that remain nameless, offering five-year deals to... Absolutely, everybody. Um, so we're still obviously they're still struggling for that, and but again, it shouldn't come down to the fans to every season. It's it's a bit of a curse for Hearts, isn't it? Because the the club and the board know that the fans will the fans will yeah. keep shelling out, and yeah. I will. I'm a mug. I 100 <laughs> know that when I get my season ticket next season, I'll stick in a wee donation. I've got a fuck it. It's nothing to me. Yep. Like, I can afford to do it. But I'm going to lambast the club for doing it because they shouldn't be putting fans in that position. And the amount of money we do generate as a club, we should never be anywhere near the championship. Yeah, that and that's the that's the absolute killer as well. We we've constantly, you know, with the foundation of Hearts, the season ticket money, one of the best supported clubs out with the old firm in Scotland with regards to season tickets, and we're sitting in the championship. That can that's just blows my mind. Bye. Thanks for that, Cameron. That was a that was a good summation. There you go of a, of the season ticket email because I read it and I thought I might just be a fucking idiot, but I have no idea what that says. <laughs> um, but we'll go to some more jolly news now um, with Scotland, the serial winners. And if your club hearts aren't doing too well or aren't playing, you can always rely on your international team to pull you through and cheer you up with some phenomenal performances. Against the Czech Republic, what do we all think about that? Uh, yeah, I think it was the best game we played out of the three. We, we looked a lot better. I liked uh, Fraser and Lyndon Dykes up front. I think that worked really well. What a revelation! Ryan Fraser through the middle. Aye. Teams didn't know what to do with his pace. He was so good. Teams won so far. I think it's interesting because obviously we we struggled mightily, you know, the week before against Israel, and. I think a game like this, or a game like the Czech Republic game, suits us better in that they will come and play football. We're not brilliant at breaking teams down when they sit behind the ball. Whereas when we do get those opportunities, a player like Fraser can get in there behind. He's got that pace, and it, it becomes a real threat. I always feel like Scotland, we play to the level of the team we're playing against. Yep. I, I should have said that before, but I feel like the more teams are willing to let us play that counter-attack football that we seem to have favoured under the last two or three managers. It does work really well. Do you remember that game in Germany? We only lost 2-1. Oh, 
But I think we were at one all at one point. Was that the game Anya scored in? Aye, Anya, yeah. aye. And that was the same sort of thing, playing a really fast player um, behind. I mean, it's pretty simple, but it, it does work against the bigger teams. But you're right, when teams like Israel sit deep, there's nothing we can really do. We don't have the the amount of centre mids you'd think we might, but we don't have that person who can unlock a defence. We've got, got many good centre mids, but none that are really going to step up. I do think Ryan Christie could be that guy, but yet to fully be convinced. Let's move on to the big one. Hearts, six. Six goals, that's right. Six goals against the absolute slugs, Dundee, who only scored two against that absolutely fucking shocking defence. Uh, it could have been more as well without Craig Gordon, let me just point out. So we, we were right. We predicted that we'd line up in a 4-2-3-1 because in the games where our best players, for want of a better word, started, uh, it was a 4-2-3-1. No Naismith, no White in after his hat-trick, but there didn't really seem to be any problems. We played full-strength team, in my opinion, with what's available, that is 100% our full-strength team. I'd maybe swap out a few players with everyone fit. Popescu for Suter, Lee for Harren, for example. Mm-hmm. But apart from that, I think that's our strongest team. Gordon, Kingsley, Halkett, Popescu, Smith, Irvin Lee, Robertson, Janelli on the wings, Jamie Walker in the middle and Liam Boyce up front. Anyone have any thoughts on that lineup? I was really impressed with Janelli and Roberts. Like They really impressed me. We're Two finally, wide men, eh? Aye. Finally got players that are willing to put a cross in the box, and it's not shit. <laughs> I, was, I was watching it, and genuinely, there was moments when I was like, who the fuck's he crossing to? And then I just kind of thought, actually, well done for him just putting a ball in the box, man. Yeah, just exactly. seeing what happens. And what I'm trying to think. Definitely, Janelli's second goal came off of, was from a corner. They, they defended it, and then he put it in. But I think all the other ones were just open play. Oh no, the free kick, the penalty. But all the other chances were pretty open play getting the ball in the box. Yep. Right. We look dangerous. We look really dangerous going forward. Um, like you said, uh, our defence uh, still uh, needs a bit tightening up there. But uh, no, we do every time we went forward, we looked really good. Um, and a complete mixture of goals as well. Uh, yeah, that was a good variety. It wasn't just one player. It wasn't just one way of scoring. Like I said before the game, I wanted to put down an example and put down a marker and go, listen, we might have got relegated last season and been shite, but we're still miles better than anyone else in this division. And I think that proved it. I don't know how good Dundee are. You never know when these teams, they have such a high turnover. COVID, the turnover is even higher. So you never know how good these teams actually are. But Dundee were a good team last season. What, did they come fourth? Yeah, they had the chance for the playoffs. Aye. And we um, absolutely fucking walked them. And we played all right. We didn't play great. No, we could be better. We had a great 15 minutes before the end of the first half. But it went from 2-1 to 4-1. Uh, but apart from that, I thought there was room for improvement here. God, the defending, I think, definitely. I do think if you, if you look at the, the stats for Friday night, I mean, we had... And I don't want to sound like the downer, but you're not going to have games like this every week. And that we had nine shots on target, and six of them went in, which is you know so Aye. clinical. And then if you look at the other side, we we conceded six shots on target, and we conceded two goals from that. So we we do need to shore up at the back. But I mean, they're taking nothing away from them. They, they looked excellent going forward. Um, it was it was a sharp performance. It was great. Aye. Um, so I'll, I'll I'll go through the the game a bit more in detail. So. Literally just sat down, was about to start watching the game, got on, was thinking, right, as long as we didn't concede early, I'll probably be all right. <laughs> uh, we went up the park and Michael Smith cut inside, looked like Iron Robin, 1-0, <laughs> no bother. <laughs> it was so easy. And the Ken Watty spinned that Jordan Forster, yep. spinned him, no bother at all. And it's just nice when ex-Hibs players get made to look a bit stupid. I don't Obviously, it's petty, but... Good on Michael Smith. Do you know what what the fact that we've we've continued as we as we went on last season as we we just love scoring for our defenders. We'll, <laughs> <laughs> our top scorer will be at the back somewhere. I was just about to say that what he was doing there in the first place, I've no idea. <laughs> but it was a it was a pass into I can't remember who it was in, but it was Ollie Lee who played it in. I don't think it was meant for Michael Smith. But well, he was in or in the area, so uh, when it came through to him, honestly, such composer. I mean, I, I suppose for him at that level, it's probably quite easy. 
But yeah. for a right back to spin a spin a centre back like that and just slot it in, no bother. We've not had a striker who's done that for the last four years. Yeah, <laughs> it was it was it was like a striker's finish. The way he puts it in, um, fair play. Like you say, I can't believe he was up there at the time, but attacking fullbacks, I like attacking fullbacks. Maybe not that attacking at times, but you and the rest that... of world football. <laughs> <laughs> Other than Craig Levine, remember. <laughs> I think Very that true. did put a, a bit of shock in Dundee as well. I think they'd set out to be like, right, we'll just be tight for the first. I'm sure there's the old cliche, right? Then he concede first 25 minutes. We'll see where we're at, and then we'll reevaluate. So to concede straight away, three minutes in. I think that yep. probably shocked them a bit and it took them a while to settle, but they did. They looked all right. Um, we were obviously dominating, had a couple of chances, but then, like you said, swinging balls in the box, getting corners, getting crosses in. It was quite frustrating because there was literally just Liam Boyce in the box and he's not the biggest forward. So it did get a bit annoying, but like I said, it still feels a bit pre-season even though it was a league game. Aye. Just because the lack of games we've had, like not the not the occasion, just the actual performances. Could have done Luchi. <laughs> would have been perfect. <laughs> but then Josh Janelli is the best winger we've had in so long, man. Both feet crossing, dribbling, and then he proved it there. What an absolute stormer! Yeah, great finish from him. So it was Osman So that cleared it out because I thought, oh, that's good to him getting back. And then I just thought, fucking hell, what a shot! <laughs> I mean, it's, there's always an asterisk that it's fucking Hamilton in goals, but <laughs> <laughs> we'll take it. Speaking uh, of Osmonds, on you go, Hammy. It was a good finish, that's all. I was gonna say. It was very, like, for so far out to get it down in the bottom corner as well. Wallop. Um, that's good technique. And um, I'll be honest with you, again, I, I don't know what you've gone on about, but with Craig Levine's teams, I feel like you very rarely uh, saw... Players taking shots. Aye, taking got a ball looking for that. Yeah. Aye. So there's a wee bit of freedom, obviously, there now as well. So if, keep keep that up. Keep doing that. Happy with them. Aye. And against these teams, they are going to sit back. So we do need to fucking take shots outside the box and just have a go sometimes and see where it pings a bit. Yeah. That's how Dundee scored their second. Um, so I, <laughs> I've written here, lower league looking, Premier League playing, Dundee tradesman, Charlie Adams scores a good goal. <laughs> but to be honest, right, he didn't really have to do much, did he? The finish is fucking great. He walked through our defence, like. Bye. <laughs> but then you always think, like, Irvin and Halkett are good players. Did Charlie Adam just make that look really, really easy, or was it just really, really easy? I think it was poor at the back. But uh, yeah. And uh, but it was, you know, you can see why they've signed him. He, he's still got a bit of class with that left foot. It was a, it was a, it was a lovely finish. I well, had a shot maybe 10 minutes before that that Craig Gordon done really well to save. Oh, yeah, so he did, yeah, yeah. Yeah, from outside the box. Craig Gordon had a good couple of saves. Um, he's a brilliant player. He's probably, he's probably the best goalkeeper in Scotland, apart from John McLaughlin. I'd say. <laughs> um, and then, <laughs> this was when we just went, once we scored that goal, um, and then we conceded, straight after we conceded, showed really good, really, really good spirit and effort. Not to let that, because it was 2-1, and that can go either way. They say that 2-0 is the most dangerous scoreline. So to go 2-1, your heads can drop and you can go, oh, fuck. Especially with the fucking recent um, history we've got of giving away leads and just completely crumbling in on ourselves. To go 2-1 in the, <clears throat> the opening game of the season, I think the response we gave was absolutely brilliant. I think it shows... That there is actually quite a good team spirit there, and the people people are playing for Robbie Nielsen, and they do trust in what he's doing. It's such an I, early stage. I think you've just got to be glad that when we were, you know, later in the game, when we were three 0 up. We we didn't have a Gareth Bale to bring on because obviously that <laughs> was the way to give away three goal leads. And we've got Josh Janelli, It's fine. I agree. Um, and again, like you said, it's it's good that we didn't take the foot off the gas. We just kept going. We kept attacking, um, especially from watching the previous games, League Cup games, where it looked didn't look as good. Um looked like we're still getting into it. One 0 wins here, so it was I was actually quite surprised. And but in a good way. Yeah, definitely. I I think this sounds so so harsh, but I think Robbie Nielsen gets it. Yeah. Like there's there's some managers who would be like, Oh no, we're winning four two 4-1 at half time, I think it was. We'll just take it easy. We'll see. It. We'll try some new patterns. We'll see what works. Nah, this year, fuck them. Fuck them all. 
We have to just beat every single one by the most goals we can. Do you think there's maybe an element, so, and I imagine not, but I'm, I'm going to ask the question anyway. If we're looking at potentially a shortened season or you know a season not finishing, and you, you are playing less games, and there's more likely to be teams tied on points, goal would you be looking at goal difference there? Yeah, I want to get to a point where they can't say anything about our points, they can't say anything about our goals, and even if they call the season, they have to promote us. Oh, you know they'll stop us going up because of Craig Gordon's oh, kicking or something like that is. <laughs> <laughs> that might stop us going up anyway. <laughs> but uh, we'll move on to Super Liam Boyce and his absolutely sublime finish from the penalty spot before he fucking absolutely fucked a one-on-one. I don't count this goal in our bet because his miss was so bad that it should be minus one and he should still be on zero. Yeah, well, they just about hit the corner flag, did they not? Oh, hi. There was a, another really good pass for Ollie Lee, who looked really good in the final third of the pitch. Uh, I don't know why you would ever want to get rid of a creative player with Craig Levine, because that's what we were not crying out for. He plays it through. Uh, I think it was Walker who dummies it, and it just completely takes out the, the Dundee defender to leave Liam Boyce on the penalty spot, wide open, one-on-one, who slips and boots it. On against uh, Dundee defender and uh, the trajectory of the ball was taking it to the corner flag it was going nowhere near the goal but uh, I got the penalty 32 minutes and it was a good penalty keeper went the wrong way it always looks good when the keeper goes the wrong way but it was still a good penalty 3-1 and I thought for then cruising let's, let's go for the jugular Nothing really happened for the next 10 minutes. Hearts controlled the ball. We got a free kick on uh, the edge of Dundee's box. Stephen Kingsley has had a good start. What a fucking hit. Incredible. Like, an actual, what looks like a free kick taker. A good free kick taker. Um, He just looks like a great player. He looks just like the game's slow for him. You see when you see Harren play and everything just seems like it's going a lot slower for him. I'm getting excited about him because it's a really, really good player. What was, really showing, what was he showing when he was in training with Falkirk so that they never signed him up to a contract? Maybe they did. Maybe they, maybe they offered him and he said no. Nah. Maybe he said, I mean, you, you never know, but you've got to think that if he was playing anywhere near that level in training. Absolutely. Gagging to get him in. Is that not his first professional goal? Shut up, is I'm it? I'm pretty sure I read or somebody told me that was his, the first goal he scored. As a football, a, a pro. As a pro? Let's, let's on, find I'm it. on it. If it was, it's a cracking first goal to score. Oh, um, nice. You know, proper top bag, over the wall. Yeah, just a brilliant free kick. And no, it looks I'm, like he's scored one for Falkirk. Ah, right. So and it's the Scottish Championship goal. as well. So a brace for Hearts. He's scored one previous professional goal in his whole career. Almost 200 professional appearances and he's got two goals in a game for Hearts. Prolific, but I I thought it was a good half. I thought Hearts looked extremely comfortable, apart from that one moment um, where Craig Gordon had to make a good save against Charlie Adam, and then obviously the goal. Sign of things to come by defending in the second half, where I thought we were a bit more shaky, and Dundee had a lot more confidence. And it took it took a good twenty minutes for us to get into that second half. I feel we started very slowly. Yeah. I agree. It was, uh, but I guess at the same point, you're sort of thinking, right, we're four one off. Let's, you know, let's keep going. Let's keep playing football. But um, I think obviously a wee bit of the urgency came out of it, um, which you know you don't want to see. But at the same time, we're four one up at home. I think we can chill a little bit. But... Mentally, it must be hard to keep keep going at that pace when you're four one up. But I think maybe when you get to where we did get to start scoring again, you think. Right, let's not give them any hope. Yeah. And fair and enough. But. Again, they're still, you know, this first game of the season, they're still playing catch-up. You know, a lot of these players, yeah. uh, Michael Smith and Boyce didn't play any of the League Cup games. Um, I think Michael Smith probably played, I think he played a lot of the Northern Ireland games. But I think Boyce was sort of coming off the bench and things. So, again, match fitness, especially for those two, probably still be playing catch-up. And I think generally as well, guys haven't played since March before this. So you sound a bit arrogant when you say this, but you've got to think that a player like Michael Smith will just won't really need the game time at that level. And I mean, he proved it on Friday night, but he 
doesn't really need to train a lot with Hearts. I'm guessing he gets a lot of time, more time off than other players. Yeah, I think yeah. even at this point, it'll just be a case of keeping his fitness up. He doesn't. Aye. There'll be a few players like that, I, I would say. Um, and again, don't want to sound like a dick and just be the championship is piss easy. But these players are at a higher level than the Scottish Championship. I would argue that even Michael Smith could probably play at a higher level than the Scottish Premiership. Yeah, definitely. And again, I'm still surprised he's here. I can't <laughs> believe he's still here. What a man, eh? That's <laughs> what I was thinking watching Janelli and Roberts, is I would have been happy if we signed them in the Premiership, let alone the yeah. Championship. They look like they could play at that level. It's yep. almost as whoever was doing the transfers had no fucking idea what they were doing. <laughs> Madness, eh? <laughs> but um, second half, uh, took took a wee while to get going. 20 minutes in, uh, the wee Celtic streetener, Celtic sweetener, sorry, Afalabi, um, he came on. Uh, he looked all right. Uh, I did look a good player. They'll be happy they got him. I uh, wonder how they got him, though. <laughs> um, so uh, he, he turned quite well in the box. I think it was Halkett again who got caught out of position. Um, he took a shot and it just kind of ricocheted about. And then before you know it, Dundee are throwing goal and the chips. Gordon goes down too early, maybe, but what can you do? And it, it was an alright goal, but you've just got to stop. You can't let a player turn you on the edge of your box like that. Yeah, but um, again, poor defending, as we've said, but a basic sort of mistakes there needs to be a bit stronger. Um, but, you know, these things will happen. I think it'll take a while. Um, especially like Popescu and Halkett I don't imagine we went into the season thinking they were going to be our two centre-backs you would have thought Suter and possibly even better would have been in there so it is got to give them benefit of doubt it is only the second game they've played together but I don't think the the mistakes that were made for the goal weren't communication or positioning errors it was just poor decision making from, from them whoever was involved yeah, and I think that's more concerning than rather if one of them or both of them went for the ball and got pulled to a position or didn't know what the other defender was doing. But now nah, it was just simple, simple bad decisions. Um, we'll need to cut that out, but we will, we will We've got have faith. Mm-hmm. And then eighty-three minutes in, Kingsley is far too good for Hearts. <laughs> it's like he was just sort of going, "Oh, sure, sh- sh- I'll just put this one in then." Wallop. <laughs> Five two, was it Janelli who laid him off? Was Janelli still in the park at that point? I can't actually uh, remember. But that's I was, what was I good still vision. would say is um, that when we made the substitutions, we, I don't think we looked as good as we did before. No, that. not at all. I think we lost shape. Yeah, yeah, I do agree, Paddy. I do think, um, especially in preseason or the League Cup, sorry, we would make a lot of changes and we'd lose all sort of momentum we had in the game, but. I think he did wait till like 60, 65 minutes. So maybe that was, maybe it was planned because you always do the, right, we'll give you an hour and then we'll see where you're at. Um, yeah. But nah, I think Kingsley's second goal was an absolute fucking screamer as well. And it's hard to pick your favourite out of a lot of them. Was it Roberts that laid him off? Was it Roberts, sorry. Yeah. I think he, um, I think he had a great game as well. I, I, I just think we've, we've gotten very lucky with the two wingers we've brought in. They're yeah, Roberts, Roberts has got great vision for that because... He had his back to him initially, so he must have heard him screaming down that wing. Um, but he just laid him off perfectly, and Kings had just absolutely walloped it. And then, Cameron, you want to comment on Andy Irvin's possible sending off? Yeah, I mean, it's it's maybe I, I don't think he's meant to do it. You know, it's it's, it's a rush. Uh, we're back playing football. He, he's a young lad, but yeah, I think we were lucky there. It's for me, it's, it's a red card. He goes in, studs up. You'd be you'd feel pretty aggrieved if you were a Dundee sport at that point. Aye, it was a bit of a um, touchy game. There were players getting annoyed each other, and and that's what you like to see. You want to see things like that. There wasn't enough of that last season where, well, we were arguing with people, but it was people on their own fucking team. Not a lot of fight. Aye, aye, it's that. It's just it's just having these players who can make other players stop concentrating on playing football and start concentrating on you. And that's when they start making mistakes or get sent off. I fucking hate him, but Scott Brown's an absolute master at it. Yeah. Apart for this weekend. Wee. He was flat to need. I mean, you're, you're right, love it or hate it. It's, it's a big part of the game and even more so up here. Oh, aye. 
yeah, it's so important here. Uh, and then 89 minutes, uh, Andy Halliday, first league goal for Hearts, first league start for Hearts, um, making it 6-2. And it was just an enjoyable experience. It's very nice to watch Hearts and watch Hearts winning again. It honestly feels so long. Even when we beat Hibs 3-1, you kind of were just still worried because we were still in the relegation zone. Whereas tonight we won and you just go, right, cool. Now we can we can enjoy ourselves. Because when I seen the League Cup games, I did worry a wee bit. Yeah. And I thought, is this is this seriously how we're playing still? I was the same. Um, I still gone into the Dundee game. I wasn't as confident as I probably should have been, considering we won 6-2. Um, another great goal from Andy Halliday as well. Um, another great finish. Um you feel dirty saying that? Uh, <laughs> a little bit, but um, he seemed, every single week he seems to win me over a wee bit more. And this <laughs> uh, this helped as well. Um, another great finish. Um, and just, again, another quality player. There's some good link-up play with Walker as well. Walker getting an assist. Honourable mention to Jamie Walker. He was very good. And I think his performances for me is the nail in the coffin for Stephen Naismith coming back into the first team. Well, the first 11, sorry. He's obviously in the first team. Well, that's how I was going to sort of ask you. See, looking at that team, and as you said, that's the strongest 11. Like me personally, I, I don't, I, especially after the League Cup games and now after this game, I'd honestly, I couldn't drop Walker. And I, I don't think I would squeeze Naismith into that team as well to no. accommodate, just to accommodate him. So, I mean, I still... Thing. I can't believe I'm actually saying that Naismith would be a good backup to Walker. I never thought that would be the case, but, you know, at the moment... He is, yeah. He is. He's a good versatility player on the bench. That's that's what he is right now. And he, he probably is, like you said, Paddy, he probably is, in part, looking at the coaching side of thing. Yeah. But like Cameron said as well, it's a very expensive coach to have. Yeah, I know, mm. definitely. But aye, that's where we are at the moment. That's that's the Craig Levine contracts. <laughs> <laughs> It's where your it's donations funny. are going. It's funny, we've actually played it safe with Stephen Kingsley and everyone's gone, ah, it's good, we've just got him in on a, on a one-year contract, make sure he's, he's just not one of these injury-prone players we'll be playing for the next three years. One game, get him signed up for three years right now. <laughs> Aye. There's um, that terror, there's, we're all terrified that you know Celtic or Rangers come in and take our players. That's, that's well, the world we live in. They will, aye. They will, aye. But yeah, as long as we can get him tied down, get him for a season and get some money, that's fine. That's our life. That's the life we lead. Um, Honourable mention to, without wanting to sound like a Hibs fan, and we'll talk about it here and then we'll not talk about it, Andy Irvin's pass. Aye, it was phenomenal. Uh, sort of outswinging to the right wing for the centre of the mid- midfield. Yes. In behind. Absolute phenomenal pass. Um, but... Not wanting to sound like Kips fans, that's where we'll leave it. Great pass, let's see him more often. <laughs> can, I just make, can, I, can I just talk about one player that was on the pitch that just does not look like the player he was? Osmond So was completely <sighs> insignificant in the game. Aye. And not the player I remember when, when he was at Hearts at all. No, I think uh, I, I, I looked up his injury yesterday. It didn't look that bad. From, from what I heard, everyone was like, oh, don't touch him, he's so injury prone. But it didn't actually seem like he'd been out that much. He missed half a season. Last year, but I don't know what it is. It's, his confidence, I think, has just been absolutely shattered. Did any of you think he looked slightly overweight? Because I thought he looked a bit podgy. No, I didn't really notice that, but Charlie Adam did. <laughs> <laughs> Chuck's been at the pies. Good on him, man. He has had a phenomenal career, and now he's from Aye. Dundee, isn't he? Aye, man. Nah, nah. Aye, so. it's, a, it's a good story. He's gone back to his boyhood club, who he's not played for. He was saying that in an interview. I think he's not. Actually lived in Dundee since he was fifteen, so fair play to him. I think they, they if they could get together with him and Dorans both playing there, they, they could actually be pretty dangerous. They, they won't be like they were against us every week. No. Yeah. Nah. Um, I, like I said, I do think that early goal shook them a bit because I think their plan was to not concede for a while and frustrate us and get us making mistakes, and we just didn't allow it, which was good. Great. I think going into the season as well, Dundee probably would have been up there is one of our biggest challengers, them sort of Inverness. So right. um, it's, it's probably Dunfermline, Wraith Rovers as well. Um, so it's good to, 
like you said at the start, good to put a marker down and really show them that we're not here to piss about. Stephen Kingsley, joint top scorer of the championship, though. <laughs> There's the three-year brigade. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, mate. I was expecting him to get injured in that game, if I'm being honest. His injury record's <laughs> horrible. I, honestly, I, that's all I wanted for the start of the season. Um, playing Dunamaka, showing other teams that I, you're, you're playing in a Premier League team. You are unfortunately you are playing a Premier League team this year, but you are, mm. and I think that's what we showed. And let's keep it going um, with our next game, which is against our broth. Oh, the spawns! Friday night at <laughs> quarter to eight, and it's once again on BBC, which is great, great for all. So that's the first two games of the season on BBC. Yeah, if you'd watched night. it on the Hearts, Hearts player, yeah, Paddy, Paddy, don't ruin it for some people. Oh, sorry. We're also, we're, we're also away this week. Aye. So they can only show, I think BBC can only show one home game for each stadium this season. Must so, be two. It might be two. But, one you would, I don't think you'd fill the whole season. But I don't know if they're playing the whole, showing the whole season. Okay. But yeah, um, they're, they're showing one or two. Um, so every team gets a home game on the telly, which I think is a great idea. Um, so yeah, I both lost their opener to Wraith 3-0. Um, we beat Wraith with our backups 3-1. So, football maths, 6-1. Hearts, get it on. <laughs> but yeah, so we get, I think... Do we get another penalty? Because we, we really relied on them against Wraith. <laughs> oh, mate, we have... Aye. Have, have we had a penalty almost every game? I think so. Fucking right. Welcome to being Rangers for a year. No, but uh, Arbroath did lose against Wraith, a team we did beat quite comfortably with our backups. There was obviously a few hiccups, but it was our backups. You'd think, I know football mass isn't quite right, but you'd think we'd be able to absolutely fucking wallop Arbroath and all. Yes. I, uh, yeah, no, I, 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 like I said earlier, I wasn't as confident as I probably should have been for Dundee, but now we've gone into this game. I'm probably overly confident, if anything, yeah. now, um, which he didn't want to do. Um, but, I th- you know, hopefully Robin Nielsen will have them um, grounded enough. Um, let's, I don't think your football mass will be that far off. I can see us putting five or six past them. Um, I'm at the point where I think a win in a clean sheet in any game is now good. Yeah. I, th- I think getting a clean sheet would be ideal. Yeah. You know, getting um, not conceding. You know, and a, a more more silly goals. Um, I was just looking up the the stadium there to make sure it was it was grass and it wasn't it, is, um, yeah. it wasn't astroturf, which genuinely might be a bit of an issue for the likes of Kingsley. Um, I wouldn't be playing Kingsley on any astroturf pitch. So, nope. um, you, you know, I think we can we can go out there with a full strength team and do the same. It'll be it's a long week. Um, do you think we play a full strength team again? I think so. I think you've got yeah. to get a bit of momentum there. Um, play them, get the match fitness. Um, and I, again, you don't really want to change a, a winning team, it's, especially a team that won so comfortably. I agree. I think um, I think right now, and this sounds a bit shite, but I think Robbie Nielsen's task right now is to get a starting eleven with some rotation players in that he knows are fully fit and fully capable of taking on hips at the end of the, end of the month. Bingo, yeah. That's right. what, that's, we've got such a big game coming up in, what's it, 19th of the day, so 31st. So two and a bit weeks. Two and a bit weeks. We've got to be... No, one and a bit weeks, sorry. One, we've got to be finer on all cylinders because they've, they've been playing since August, is August, it? something? Yeah. And they've been looking good as well. Um, a bit of a poor result at the weekend there. So, but... You know they'll they'll certainly be favourites, and um, I think if we can keep a f- solid eleven going, like I said, if we are any games coming up on Astro stuff, maybe change it up, rest a couple of players. Um, yeah, let the young players play. Yeah, but I think we really need to start building up a bit of momentum for that game. It might sound cocky, right? But with the pub shut, these Friday night championship games, you know, it's it's hearts, cup of tea, half a packet of biscuits, and then. You're in bed before 11. Whereas when it comes to that game, suddenly it's big night out time again. 
Aye. 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 Aye, it's a game that matters, doesn't it? Like these games all matter, but it's very much this matters because I want Hearts to win. And once it's finished, you're like, great, cool, Hearts won, chat about it, chat about it today, and then that's it. That game will last for a very long time because we will not be playing them very often this season. Yep. If at all. Fuck. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, I think I agree with everything you said, Hammy. Got to keep got to keep a strong team, get them minutes, get them up to match fitness. Anything to add, Cameron? No, I think I think it's it's very fair. You know, we should be winning these games. You should be looking at Friday night, thinking what players could I rotate into the squad? Do you see Naismith? Do you, do you see some of the players you didn't see? Maybe a freer. Um, yeah, I think completely. It might well be a rotation game for us. Which sounds weird. Which sounds weird in the second game of the season. Yeah, like Peter Hanning, maybe even getting him on a wee bit longer this week. See if we can get him fit for ninety minutes against Hibs. Four nil Hearts. (laughs) Absolutely fuck Hibs. They didn't have a player that good. Neither do we most of the time. (laughs) Cool. So um, I, I put out a tweet earlier saying. Get in touch if you've got anything to say about the game, if you want to contribute some um, some knowledge. So we got some nice nice tweets from at S. Getcha, Rudy's left peg, encouraging that our both lost heavily to a Wraith team. We, we beat with our reserves. As for Hearts, Walker is on flame, flame, flame emoji. Boy should score a barrel load. Concern for me is Naismith's fitness. I agree with everything he says, but my concern is not Naismith's fitness, it's Naismith's ability now. Um, a great tweet from our friend Gavin at Gavin Hearts. They will get fucking shagged by Hearts 10 0. You put the good work, Gav. <laughs> <laughs> Kyle 1874. Uh, good effort, but wrong wrong this time, Kyle. Come back next week. 8 2 the score. Oh, was he talking about our growth? 8 2. Oh, right. Kyle, you were right. My apologies. Send me, send me abuse. But yeah, 8-2. That's ambitious. Um, I don't know if we've even got enough time to score eight goals in a game. Uh, Andy Morris with some good, good, hard hard knowledge. Hard to decide if we were really that good or if Dundee are so bad. Kingsley looks far too good for this league. Kind of just echoing what we were saying. And it was nice to see us attacking with pace, using quick passing and movement to get the ball into the box. Uh, that was a great difference. Um, the goals were lost. The goals we lost were poor, but a fully fit Hannon stops him. Does a fully fit Hannon stop both of them? Um, I think he probably would have done better with the first Charlie one. Adams one. Uh, I don't think if it was if you swapped out Hannon with Irving there, I think Hannon wins that ball. Or he definitely him walk around them anyway. Even even take a foul. Um, mm-hmm. but he just doesn't let him run through though. That and that might just be a bit of um. Naivety from Andy Oburn. Yeah, definitely. And we got a tweet from uh, a guy called Nick Jarvis. Dick Campbell to be sent off. Bobby Lynn hat trick, but Hearts win 8-3. So another eight-goal prediction from a uh, <laughs> friend, Nick Jarvis. Uh, but aye, it seems quite positive from Hearts fans. They seem to just echo what we were saying, that despite winning 6-2, which is great and we're all buzzing about it, it's good to also see that we can improve on that. Yeah, I think, and you need to look back at the championship season before when we jet we blew teams away, and I don't see why we can't do that again. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and I'm just going to finish on a Celtic tweet actually, um, just to reach out to our brothers across the way because it must be really tough this time of year. Um, and at Boyle underscore sixty seven. Oh, I've says, seen this. <laughs> Does supporting Celtic no get easier as you get older? All the years of ups and downs. I'm watching my old man yesterday and I'm thinking, you've done this for like 30 plus years and it's still life or death stuff. Then I realised it doesn't get easier. This is a choice. Was This is it a choice. That's what the tweet says. Was made for life. Uh, Boyle, if you're struggling, man, just send me a message and I'll tell you how shite it is actually supporting the club. It is shite. <laughs> You should read down under that tweet. It's great. There's a whole lot of folk giving him abuse. There are Kelly fans and all sorts going. <laughs> support, support an actual community team rather than this big. Aye, I bet he's from like fucking Nairn or something like that as well. 
No, <laughs> that never goes to the games. No, this choice exactly. It's a fucking choice. I'd take, I'd take his highs and lows any day. Why? Because it's fucking shit. <laughs> cool. So, Cameron, you have got a game for us. Uh, I believe it is buy or sell. I just wanted to give you some buy or sells for the week. Um, Perfect. So, yeah, just some quick fire questions. Um, give me your buy or sell. So, number one, buy or sell Dundee being promoted via the playoffs this season? Sell. I'm going to buy. I think, I think Charlie Adams and Graham Dorans at centre will click with them. So you've got to think, who's, who's, going to, who's going to finish second last in the Premier League? St Mirren or Hamilton. And you think they're going to get beat by Dundee? Aye. Yeah, possibly. Fair enough. I'd, I'd agree, I'd probably buy it. I think, as I said, I think Dundee will be better throughout the season than they were on Friday night. Yeah. All right, number two. Hearts to score four goals this Friday by herself. Bye. Bye. Sell. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Explain. I've supported Hearts far too long to get excited on the back of a 6-2 win. It'll be a scrappy 1-0. Uh, <laughs> I'm not looking forward to it now. <laughs> Thanks for that, Paddy. All right. You're really going to hate this one. Buy or sell hearts to be undefeated at Christmas? Buy. I'll buy that twice. Do you want me to go through the fixtures up until then? Does that include the semi final or just league? Uh, just league. Just league. Yeah, so we've let's got our broth on Friday, obviously. Pumped. Then we've got a week half. And then we've got Cali Thistle at home, 7th of November. Then we've Pumped. got Dunfermline. Pumped. Then we've got. Morton. Pumped. Queen of the South. Pumped. Wraith Rovers. That's just Pumped. before Christmas. Pumped again. So I would say your, your Wraith, Dunfermline, and Inverness in there. Unbeaten, the, the, he said. Yeah, unbeaten. the top boys in our league. But aye, I think we should be undefeated. There's no way we should be losing to any of those teams. We might. It's football. But... That's, that's actually I'll quite. That. I'll buy it as well. Actually, yeah. I don't. I maybe not. Don't think we'll win them all, but I don't think we'll get beat. Do you think we're going to win any party? <laughs> uh, I, I'd probably sell. I think we might draw, <laughs> lose one of them. I, I think we might lose one of them. <laughs> well, that would you would have to lose one not to buy it, party. <laughs> so we've got a, a, a semi-confident hammy. Uh, not so confident, Paddy, and so confident he's going to buy it twice, wrap it up, and put it under his tree, Simon. There you go. <laughs> Got to, man. Got to take these things. All right, season long. Buy or sell hearts to have a game or goal. Sorry, hearts to have a goal, goal by game average of more than three. Aye. Aye, yeah, buy that. Aye. What are we on? We're on six now. That gives you a free game, basically. Aye. Yeah, easy. If I buy, nice. we're scoring more than four against our bro. That'll put us on ten in two games. I'm going to buy that we're going to average three for the season. I'm going to sell. Oh, you're so negative, oh. Hammy. <laughs> <laughs> I do think it's, it's quite refreshing seeing goals from other places. Our striker only scored one goal at the weekend, and we scored six. I think it's refreshing seeing goals. Yeah. <laughs> Paddy, are you going to get your wallet out and buy anything? I bought that one. Oh, did you? Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> All right. This one's quite close to home. Um, obviously, our heart's dad isn't here this week, so um, <laughs> we should ask a question about him. So, uh, by ourselves, Jarvie, to have proclaimed us as the best team in Scotland by the end of November. Bye. Bye. Double buy, <laughs> triple buy. In fact, if we put beat all Hibs, your money on it, if we beat Hebs one hundred percent by the end of October, <laughs> end of October, and he will cry as well when we do it. Oh, I. 
I think I might have put the line on this a bit low. I think actually I might have proclaimed us the best team in, in Europe by the end of the month. <laughs> Possibly. All right, Fully last fit. one. Last one. Um, and probably on a lot of people's minds at the moment. Um, buy, sell, the pubs being open for the Scottish Cup semi-final. Sell. Uh, I thought it was confirmed that they were shut. Is it? I thought, I thought they were oh. open, supposed to open that week. Oh, is it that week? Yeah. Aye. It's the 26th, I think, the minute open. Yeah. It's in seven days. Um, I'm going to be positive. I'm going to buy that. I hope they do. For all you alcoholics and beverages. <laughs> For all you beverages. <laughs> that want to be drunk. They've got to be drunk, man. <laughs> I'll buy purely on the fact that I don't think they have a backup plan to keep them shut. I think I'm going to I'm gonna buy half of it. I think they'll open them. We'll be able to watch the first half because we have five o'clock kickoff. Aye. So we'll be able to watch the first half and it'll shut oh, at six. Oh, yeah, everywhere shuts at six. Oh, you're too smart for this. Fucking knobhead. <laughs> um, I want them to be open, but I definitely sell. I yeah, we got that, Paddy. We got the sell right off the bat. <laughs> but cool. Is that, is that it? That is me, so back over Perfect. to the supply teacher side. <laughs> I hope you have enjoyed me attempting to um, host this podcast today. Uh, if you did, uh, message Jarvie and tell him that I'm better than him. <laughs> <laughs> and if you, you didn't, for... message Jarvie and give him abuse. Yeah, just message Jarvie and give him abuse anyway. He likes it. He does. He actually lives on it, to be honest. <laughs> Uh, thank you very much for joining us uh, once again for Broken Hearts Podcast. We have been the Broken Hearts Club Band. I've been joined by Cameron, Hammy and Paddy. Thank you very much to Padman Scoop Productions for doing all the tireless, unseen work that we just kind of sit about and take for granted. Thank you, Cameron. Thank you, Hammy, for your insightful, insightful views and Cameron for making that game. And uh, join us next week. And remember, wash your hands for the hearts. Thank you.